Hey guys, my name is Alex, and you're listening to the Thousand Movie Project Podcast. I mentioned a few weeks ago that, while biting into a piece of pita bread, one of my molars snapped. Fortunately, it didn't break so dramatically as to expose the nerve, which is what would have made for the sort of agony that you hear about with tooth... It was the kind of thing that made Tom Hanks, I think, knock his tooth out with an ice skate in... What is it? In película? So, again, there was no pain, but it was really inconvenience because it meant that I had to go to the dentist. But another thing that I've mentioned here before is that I'm afraid of what will be revealed to me about myself when I go to the dentist. I'm afraid that they're gonna look inside my mouth and they're gonna see on the roof of it like my browser history etched into the soft tissue. They will also see that even though I brush two or three times a day with this fancy pants electric toothbrush for which I saved up like $200 because I am elderly. I'm afraid that even if I'm brushing with that high-tech fucking device that they're gonna show me I'm doing it wrong somehow. I also get tense whenever someone presents me with what they what they refer to as a foolproof tool because I know if you're saying it is foolproof that means when I invariably use this incorrectly I'm gonna look so fucking dumb. And I get particularly bent out of shape to think that as they're, and this is inevitable, and I'm sure it happens to everybody, but I'm always dreading that they're gonna go into my mouth and they're gonna find some stray smidgen of half-chewed up food, and it's gonna be like globular, and just generally fucking nasty, which is ridiculous because that's their job, and they, they see these things all the time. They are inured to being grossed out by anything having to do with La Boca. I also feel a certain kind of dread, like, it hasn't happened to me yet, I, I'm sure it happens to everyone, and I'm gonna have to deal with it. The scenario where, like, you just, you take a, you take a huge shit and you clog a toilet, and then you, you have to call a plumber to come and assess the situation, rectify the problem, but I always imagine this ridiculous scenario where, like, I, I do that, and then I call the plumber, and then the plumber and I have to stand together over the toilet, and I have to explain myself, and then that the plumber is gonna look at the clog, and he's gonna be like, that's fucking disgusting. Although, that also cannot possibly be the case, because for one thing, if they were to reprimand you on your bowel movements, you, they would probably not stay in business. But also, one time, I was at a bar. It used to be in Coral Gables until just recently. It was called The Local. And while I was there one day, I started talking with somebody who is a little bit older than me, but he had started his own plumbing company, and it was rough. Oh, you could say it was shitty for a couple of years, and then it, like, fucking took off. And I was so fascinated, and I was like, why are you so keen to deal with feces? And he said what, what, what you would expect, which is that, you know, because there are very few people who are willing to do it, the market is easy to navigate. But he, this guy told me that he and everyone in his team, they are, are not only totally unfazed with having a stranger's feces touch their bare skin, he says they are all now totally well accustomed to being touched and crawled upon by gigantic septic tank cockroaches. That he is, in fact, so well acquainted with gigantic septic tank cockroaches that he can basically do his job while singing 
in harmony with them the songs of their people. Speaking of feces, though, and also of shame, I was reading a book by J.M. Coetzee, who is probably one of the most consistently weird novelists I can think of. The book is called The Childhood of Jesus. No idea why it's called that. It's the first of a trilogy, but in that first volume, there was no character named Jesus, and there was nothing religious. But there's a scene in that book where the main character has to run like a snake device down through a clogged toilet, and the device isn't working, so then he has to stick his arm, his bare arm, into the toilet, and he's like sifting through poop. And meanwhile... His five-year-old son, or six-year-old son, is sitting, standing beside him and watching the procedure. And he says to his dad, Is that my poop that you're having to move around? And the father answers by saying, Well, poop is nobody's. Once it leaves your body, you, you would never claim it. Nobody would. Nobody would ever affix any kind of value to it. Hence, when you're sifting through a bunch of shit in a bowl... It's nobody's. It is just a natural byproduct of a bunch of human beings moving around in the world. Anyways, I went to the dentist. And it wasn't so bad. It turns out that in the five years since I last visited the dentist, I have only accumulated three cavities. That's one small step for man. One which, frankly, I'm kind of proud about. Not proud that I have allowed it to happen, but proud that it was only three. Because maybe this is like histrionic and I would totally have known. But I really, I genuinely expected it was going to be like five to eight. But it was only three. The other two were pretty superficial and manageable. The only really bad one was the one that, you know, it went pretty much all the way down and it broke the tooth. And that was the one for which I had to go in and get a root canal. I've never had a root canal, but like the rest of us, I have heard about them. And as far back as you go in the history of sitcoms, root canals are characterized as like the very worst thing that you can endure in a chair that is not electrified. And when I pointed this out to my dentist, I, obviously, like the fact that I needed one could not be quarreled with, but I mentioned to him like, hey, I'm a little freaked because I've never had one done and I've heard such horrible things ever since I was a kid. And he said to me, yeah, and you know, for lots of people, 15 or 20 years ago, there was probably a lot of legitimacy when they would say that their root canal was really painful, but the methods have jumped forward so dramatically, it's not a long procedure at all. I will tell you, he says, it's going to be uncomfortable, but it's not painful at all. And that was all the pep talk I needed, I trusted him, and so I was like, alright, uncomfortable but not painful, cool, ready to go. So that was that, and after my dentist was finished lying to me, I paid him an exorbitant amount of money, and then I went to a place on Bird Road. It is an office that only administers root canals. They don't have a toilet, they don't have pens, you have no business being in this building unless you need a root canal. So I go there, I sign in, and... I sit in the fucking dental chair, and a guy comes in. This is the guy who's going to perform the root canal, and he's walking around, he's putzing with things, and also, he looks, he looks like he's trying to be younger than he is. He's jacked with muscle, he's quite short, his hair is dyed shoe polish black, and it is very meticulously combed and egregiously gelled. Also, in order to accentuate his muscles, and I don't think I've ever seen this done before, but he's wearing green scrubs that are like 
two sizes too small. He's hulking out of his scrubs. He's constantly fucking with his hair. He calls me bro at one point. It was just a very unsettling cocktail of features about this guy. He seemed a little bit too Miami. He actually leaves and then a young woman from the front desk comes in. She explains to me like, hey, this is gonna be like three grand. Here, can you just sign this saying that I told you the price in advance, etc. So she gives me that little contract and then a scalpel because you have to sign it in blood. And after a while, the dentist, whatever his role is, he, he comes back. And for some reason, he wants me to understand how badly I need this procedure. I've already signed the piece of paper saying, like, I get it. It's going to be a fucking hour. It's going to suck. It's going to cost a fuck lot of money. But now he wants me to know that it's really critical. So he rolls up to where I'm sitting and he says, so in the tooth that has the cavity, do you feel, you feel nerve pain, right? That, that exposure? And I said, no, it's just a broken tooth. Unfortunately, the nerve is still covered, but no, I'm not feeling nerve pain when like I, I eat something or drink something that's super cold or super hot. And when I said that, he seemed almost challenged or insulted. And he says, no, your nerve is exposed, I'm telling you. And that pain that you're feeling that's nerve pain. And I said, okay, maybe. I just did an x-ray last week and I feel no pain. And I, I don't think, I'm pretty sure it's not Alex, exposed. Alex, I know, I'm telling you, look, let me show you. And so he tells me to open my mouth and then he brings up this instrument and he goes to the tooth in question and he goes, listen, look, feel this, feel it. And then he hits it with the blunt end of this metal instrument. And when he does that, I kind of like flail and I, and I like whip his hand away and I'm like, ow, ow. I told you, it's because your nerve is exposed. That's why that hurts so much and that's what we're gonna fix. And I, whatever the fuck, fine. Like we could have just gone ahead and done the root canal because that's what I'm there for. I already committed to pay a fuck ton of money, but my pride was involved now. And I was like, you know, honestly, I don't, that, I don't think that hurt because of an exposed nerve. I think it hurt because you just hit my face with a blunt instrument. And you know, I, I do take responsibility for this, but at this point, he too could have said, you know what, this dude's gonna pay, he's here, whatever, I'm the one, I'm the captain now. But no, he persists and he tries to convince me that the reason it hurt when he hit me in the mouth with the metal tool is because I have, I have a problem that I don't have. And he goes, look, let's try. Look, open your mouth. Open, your open, open, Alex, open your mouth. Look, I'm going to do it on the other tooth, the one right beside it, okay? The one that doesn't have the nerve exposure. Look, I'm going to do it soft, okay? Look, 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 look. And then he fucking hits that tooth and it hurts. And like I sat up and I was like, dude, I'm not trying to be difficult here or like accuse you of, of impropriety or kink shame you if that's what's going on. But I honestly just feel the pain of being hit in the mouth with metal. And then he does the thing that like Trump would do whenever he was confronted with something where he's like, it, it was, it was a beautiful little thing. His, he lowers his voice. That's what this guy was doing and his palms were up. And he goes, Alex, the reason it hurts is because your nerve is exposed. And now suddenly, like my dentist had said, oh, it's not gonna hurt. It's just gonna be uncomfortable. First of all, it, maybe, it, maybe the procedure doesn't hurt and they just make up for it with like, assaults but now also the most uncomfortable thing of this experience is knowing that i have to give this fucking dick nickel three thousand dollars but anyways he clearly he senses the tension and like he rolls away he puts his back to me and he starts again sifting through tools getting things ready and there's a silence and it's not a very comfortable one and he starts breaking the silence by i forget how he got into it but he was talking about where he gets burgers on bird road and whatever, I'm being friendly, and we're going back and forth, suddenly the tension is clearing. And I, I don't want to say he, this was a calculated move, but 
We reach a sort of plateau of levity. And then, with a small chuckle, he spins around in his chair, and he not only reveals a fucking cartoonishly huge syringe, which is made of metal, he advances toward me. And he is holding on the biggest needle I've ever seen in my life. And when he gets, like, just a pace close to me, I sort of convulse in my seat, and, like, my legs go up, and I kick the sort of crane-necked x-ray thing and I end up screaming and I go oh fuck fuck which was not intended it just it came out and then immediately following my oh fuck 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 as I was leaning back and crashing into the x-ray I immediately heard just as loud just as deafening the, the immediate silencing of all conversation in the lobby anyway long story short I go through with the procedure it takes about an hour it's not agonizing like I suspected it would be it hurt in a few places but like the dentist said, it was just really fucking uncomfortable. But, you know, it is what it is. And I said to the dentist exactly what I would say to the plumber. You know, I just gotta be careful with what I eat.